0: Broadcasting live from the ESPN 690 and Levine Studios. This is
1: Action Sports Jax on ESPN 690 with Brent Martineau and Austin Lane.
2: Within a few hours, we're going to make history. Hopefully, it's Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a generational talent. The city of Jacksonville, you know, I hold to my heart, and I know that uh, our fans can't wait to get Trevor in there. You know, we've had a, a tough time, so now... Uh, we've paid the dues and going one in fifteen and, and uh, it's been tough over the past few years. So so now now's our chance to to be proud of, of our franchise in, in Jacksonville, Florida. Ooh.
3: Ah oh, man. Cam Robinson? No. Way off, huh?
4: Jimmy Smith. Oh, Jimmy. Okay. What, was that from last night? Uh, I'm not sure when Stewart. So yeah. Stewart sent it our oh, way. Stuart,
3: I'm not... so, oh, so is Jimmy Smith in Cleveland then?
4: Yes, it seems to be that way. He'll cool. be on it a little bit to explain a little more.
3: Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Action Sports Jack Stewart Weber uh, in Cleveland right now, living it up um, for all your draft coverage needs there in person. I'm checking the weather right now. I called rain. So far, so good in Cleveland. 50 degrees and cloudy, gross. Gross, but it's not raining yet. But, hey, don't worry. Um, By 6 p.m., 80% chance of showers. Kuz, you like those odds? I
4: love those odds because I could bet against it and make some money.
3: (laughs) Well, speaking of that, man, I am kicking myself a little bit, um, you know, in terms of the wagers because, Kuz, and you can attest to this, we've been on the Trey Lance bandwagon for a while now um, ever since San Fran traded up to get him. If you want to go back to all the way in December, I said I think Trey Lance is going to be the third quarterback taken. Now, that was before Zach Wilson made a play. I thought it was going to go Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, and then Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, is if I would have placed down a little wager, oh, I don't know, maybe three or four weeks ago, when everyone was on the Mac Jones train going to San Fran, Trey Lance was about a plus 550. For those of you at home, that aren't degenerates, you know, that that like to keep your your son's college tuition uh, in the bank. Uh, that would be that would mean if you put down a hundred bucks, you get five fifty back. But of course, I didn't do it because once again, I don't you know I don't really make that too uh, I don't make a lot of wagers per se. But man, if I could have one back because I had a great feeling about it, I probably would have taken that one. But once again, it's not a sure thing. Trey Lance right now is the favorite to go to San Francisco. What does that really mean? Deep. How much of it is a smokescreen? time will tell
4: do you think that changes now because i know there was a lot of talk with the aaron Rodgers stuff and 49ers and maybe they trade that somehow
3: Coos, i i can't stress this enough man (laughs) and and i and i get it because you suffer from the brent martineau syndrome where we got to talk about it because the viewership and we put it out there in the title and people type in aaron Rodgers and they type and they come listen to us a little bit and it's free endorsements i get that Coos, there is no way and i repeat there is no way Aaron Rodgers getting traded today, he's getting traded tomorrow, or the next day, or the next day, all right? There, there, there's no way. I don't care if it's for two, three, four, five first-round picks. I don't care if they throw the kitchen sink at the Green Bay Packers. It's not happening. You don't go to two back-to-back NFC Championship games, and then all of a sudden say, Hey, Aaron, well, it's been real. Uh... We're going to go with Jordan Love, who has zero starting experience in the NFL. But we're just going to say, hey, Jordan, take us to the promised land. Best of luck to you. Not how the game works. So I'd appreciate it if we don't talk about this anymore, because it's only going to make me upset. And we still have an hour <laughs> left on the show. And Brent's not here right now. So when Brent's not here, you know what happens? I get a little more unfiltered. Um, I get a little more unprofessional. But it's not going to happen. Next question, if you have any more.
4: Where, where will we see the first trade tonight?
3: That's a great question. Yeah. I can work with that. (laughs) You know, and once again, I'm not sure what the odds say about this one. I'm not sure where Vegas has this one. But, man, I like the New England Patriots. Because if this offseason has showed us anything, it's that Bill Belichick wants to win. I mean, when you watch your pupil and Tom Brady go to a new team. uh, I'm not sure what that (laughs) noise was. Did you hear that? (laughs) yeah did did someone just drop the largest pan of all time? oh no that's the smoke machine in the back okay that's oh. the jaguars like uh hey spoiler alert that's sure I can announce it but there's gonna be some kind of pyro and smoke machine here uh at the jaguars draft party so if you don't if you don't have a ticket well you can't get a ticket because it's sold out but if you have a ticket a little spoiler for everybody out there, there's gonna be some pyro and some jaguars uh there's gonna be two jaguars blowing smoke up their nose so there you go <laughs> <laughs> Not sure if I can divulge that information, but only here on ESPN. Here's the thing.
4: If we don't get invited back next year, we know why.
3: Well, I'll tell you what. I don't see Adam Schefter out here reporting that the Jaguars are going to feature two giant Jaguars heads blowing smoke. I don't see Adam Schefter doing it. He's taking the the low-hanging fruit in Aaron Rodgers.
4: I was just saying, not going to lie, I'm
3: pretty sure he's on TV right now talking about Aaron Rodgers. And that's fine, Schefter, but I'm out here in the heat. And the 80-degree temperatures feels like 100% humidity. It's not summer yet, but I'm not here giving out the real information. Jaguars' heads will be blowing smoke. Enough said. Now, where was I? The Patriots, right, Coos? I think so, yeah. Training. Yeah. So, yeah. So, thank you very much. Yep. So, the New England Patriots. This year, Bill Belichick watched his star pupil and Tom Brady go to a new team and win a Super Bowl. And I don't care what Bill Belichick says to the media about, I oh, happy for Tom, you know, good for Tom. Good. No. Bill Belichick is the ultimate competitor. Look at how many times the guy maybe had to bend the rules a little bit to get a win. All right? The guy who cares about winning more than anything cares more about winning even more than Tom Brady. So it absolutely eats him up inside when Tom Brady goes to Tampa Bay and he has success. So the the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl, and then what happens next? Well, some, some months pass. It's free agency. And what do the Patriots do? It was like Richie Rich. It was like blank check where that kid went to the candy store and the toy store, and it was a shopping spree. And that's what Bill Belichick did. He got both tight ends. He got defensive line help. He, he got everything. And it, it was so uncharacteristic of how the Patriots have always done things. like Yes, they go after free agents sometimes, but they don't spend as much as they spent this past free agency. So what does that tell you? It shows you that Bill Belichick – is in win-now mode, and he's in desperation mode. And when you're in desperation and win-now mode, what do you do? You do anything possible to make sure that you're secured to go to the Super Bowl again. They re-signed Cam Newton. Now, I don't got to tell anybody how Cam Newton was last year. If you had him in fantasy football last year, condolences. But Cam Newton, and with all due respect to him, was a shell of himself last year. Okay? They re-signed him to a one-year deal. Is Bill Belichick Are are the Patriots confident with Cam Newton being the starting quarterback this year? I doubt it. I I highly doubt it. I get it. You added more pieces at tight end. You added more weapons. But how confident are you with Cam Newton? It's hard to say, right? So that's where I think if it has to place a bet, as to put a wager down, I think the Patriots trade up to who they have to get at the quarterback position. Because Bill Belichick can say whatever he wants to say in these press conferences about Tom Brady's happy for him. He's not, man. This absolutely eats him up inside. And I feel like Bill Belichick's the type of guy that will do whatever is necessary to ensure that New England goes back to the playoffs and, more importantly, the Super Bowl. So to answer your question, Coos, the New England Patriots.
4: I can get behind that. Who do you uh, – I guess if I had another question, who do you think will be the one to shock people the most with their draft pick?
3: Brent, you want to take this one? By the way, I was dropping some news. You missed it. What happened? So those giant Jaguars' heads back there, you know, that that's about 6 o'clock. Uh, yeah. They they, they breathe smoke out their nostrils. Did you know that already? Um, I kind of assumed. What do you mean you assumed? Isn't that what those things do? What else are they How there do you for? do Decoration? I don't know. You, you mean to tell me. You saw those two giant Jaguars' heads. You're like, yeah, those things definitely blow smoke.
5: Uh, not definitely, probably. There you go.
3: I think there's fireworks
5: in this end zone tonight when the pick's made.
3: I mean, can can we announce that type of stuff? Is that like a spoiler? (laughs) I'm telling you, Adam Schefter. Adam Schefter better step his game up. Low-hanging fruit Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) We're we're dropping Jaguar heads with smokes coming out their nose, and we're dropping fireworks over here (laughs) in the
2: corner.
5: All right, so, Koos, go again. Sorry. I lost. uh, What do you you got for me? What are my answers? So,
4: yeah, we were talking. I I asked Austin uh, who he thought or who was going to be the first trade. Of tonight, I said who's – the other one is who's going to surprise people with their pick tonight.
5: Yeah, it's a great one. Uh, you know, I, I have been very consistent where I thought Carolina was the most fascinating team, you know, early on and now late because they trade Teddy Bridgewater away. And I think they can do so much because they can trade out uh, of that eighth spot depending on what they want to do. Quarterback falls. They don't like the quarterback that falls. They want to go back to 15. Patriots move up. Any of that. Uh, I think they are interesting team, Carolina. So uh, the first surprise, I'm going to say most people believe that Atlanta is going to take a quarterback. Would you say that? Or do you think uh, most people believe they're going to take Kyle
3: Pitts? I think Kyle Pitts is there too, man. Oh, then That I wouldn't honestly, be a surprise. So yeah. it's kind of like 50-50. Yeah. Okay.
5: But, I mean, it'd still be a surprise, I think. Yeah, I don't know then. Yeah. Uh, it, because Pitts is so highly coveted uh, in that regard. Um, I'm going to stick with Carolina. I think Carolina makes the move for Darnold, ends up with a quarterback anyway. All right. I'll stick with my first uh, gut from the whole draft process. Carolina works itself back to be with the most interesting team, and they make the first surprise move where they go with quarterback even though they invested in Sam Darnold, and uh, they end up with a quarterback. might even be more surprising because it looked like for a bit there they had no chance to get a quarterback at eight as they were running off the board uh, in a hurry. Hey, let's check in with Rick Riles right now. Let's see what's happening on the water in the fishing report. Hope you're having a good day, man. Uh, Are they talking
1: about the Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence out on the water? I think there's a lot of guys out on the water to get away from the talk about Sarah Lawrence for a few minutes. Tell you the truth, I uh, I I don't guess it would help us at all to start a rumor that maybe Kyle Pitts had some terminal disease and nobody should draft him or. Can we get away with that, Brent Martineau? No, I don't think that's a good idea. No, I don't think. I wish it would work. But anyway, be that as it may, the draft uh, is right here upon us, and we have been drafting some big mahi-mahi, and we signed them in the last couple of days. Oh, my goodness, it seemed like the spring would never start this year, but it really kicked off yesterday. Uh the Between the two Jody Lynn boats yesterday, they had over 50 head of what we call gaffers. Now, a gaffer is a mahi that is big enough That you have to use the gaff to get them aboard, and they literally filled their fish boxes with them yesterday. Now today the mahi bite did slow down a little bit, but the uh, Jody Lynn Two managed uh, seven big mahi, a wahoo, and one blue marlin. And any day you catch a blue marlin is a very, very good day, indeed. And inshore things aren't, haven't even slowed down a bit. Still doing very well. On triple tail, on cobia, there's more flounder than we're used to this time of year, and the redfish are biting very well. Now, I don't think the small boats are going to be able to make it out to the Gulf Stream for the next few days. I really wish we could go tomorrow. I don't see it. I think it's going to be just too rough. It'll be big boats only, but very soon that ocean will be calming down, and the smaller boats will be able to get out on the mahi and maybe even a blue marlin or two but there's one thing you can count on we're going to be back tomorrow with another fishing report brought to you by workman's quick fix plumbing thanks so much rick for the sportsman fishing report they'll be talking all about this draft on the water tomorrow
5: as well we'll uh catch up with you again tomorrow afternoon thanks man kind of uh, brent thank you you bet that's rick riles make sure you listen on saturday morning 7 a.m of course on espn 690 as well 7 a.m until 9 a.m. Brent Morton, Austin Lane, Coos draft uh, time is getting closer, folks. Inside oh, yes. three hours now, it's kind of it, it's interesting. I first want to tell everybody here in the in the sound world at TIAA Bank. There's only seven thousand fans coming. Yeah, they don't need to blast it to the nosebleeds. No, no. <laughs> okay, maybe just
3: have a, an acoustic version. Like, yeah. Are they doing this for everybody across the river? Like, are there people gathering outside that, that need to hear this? That, or maybe the, the competition's in charge right now, and they're trying to gas us out of here. Yeah, maybe. maybe maybe they're trying to move us out of here. We're not moving, Brent. We're, we're going to stand our ground. I don't care how loud it is. It is pretty loud. Yeah, well, it's right in my ear, but it's okay. We're going to keep on persevering here. It's pretty wild, too, though. They
5: don't open the doors here until 6.30. Yeah. So... Again, it's not like people are just waiting and waiting and waiting, which is probably a better thing. Yeah. Because once they start trickling in, six thirty kind of get situated around seven. Yeah. Well, then you got about an hour of buildup. For sure. Before everything happens, uh, I I left you. I'm not sure you ended up talking about trades or not. At 25 for the Jags. Trent Balke has a I history did. of trading. Yeah. Keep an eye on that. i, I got a feeling that they're going to move around. I don't know well, how high up. I'm not talking Kyle Pitts. I'm not talking Penny Sewell. I, I just think even a moderate move, like uh, if they want Barmore, right, at 18, and yeah. they have to go up and get him, or if they, uh, I don't know, Quitty
3: Pay or somebody like that, oh, what, whatever. Brent, it's, we are sharing a brain right, right now. I mean, so if we're, he drops we're to 15 or brain. 16 – so when you were – and maybe you are listening on your cell phone. I wasn't. <laughs> because you can obviously do that, you know, with our, with our streaming services here. But, no, what I discussed was what positions in this draft would warrant the most benefit to trade up with. Yeah, yeah. Right? I, I understand Kadarius Tony is a hot name, but do you value him that much better than Rondale Moore, than Elijah Moore, with guys like that? You know, it's Tutu Atwell, guy, the guy from Louisville as well. So – I don't think so personally. Now, maybe Urban Meyer disagrees with me being a Florida guy. Who knows? But I think the safety position, interior defensive line, and the edge are those three positions where if the Jaguars have somebody in those positions, they, do, they, they trade up and get that guy. I think every other position, offensive line, I, I get it. Like, if Pinal Sewell fell, you know, 15, that would be great trade up. That's not going to happen, okay? Um, I'm not going to say never, but it's probably not going to happen. So, to me, it comes down to safety, interior defensive line, or outside linebacker. Yeah, that would be make some sense.
5: That yes. would make some sense to go dial up a couple of players that you just don't think are going to drop, or you can't get the same amount of value. So uh, just keep an eye on it because Trent Bulky has moved up and down and all around in his previous drafts. By the way, Quiddy Pay, did I say this on? The, I said it to you yesterday, but I don't think I said it on the radio. He's a Rhode Island kid. Yeah, no, you didn't talk about this at all. And I didn't even really realize this. I yeah. had him at Michigan, but I didn't track him yeah. back to Rhode Island. Yeah. Well. First first rounder from Rhode Island since 1930. Unreal. I mean, it's a big story yeah. back home. I didn't even. I wasn't even paying attention to you gotta it. You got to step the game up, man. Where but, Rhode uh, Island pride. At you know his, his, family moved when he was six months old to Rhode Island. Yeah, um, and it's a really neat story on quitty Pay. Uh, but the neat part, at least for me, too, of uh, the Rhode Island guy, you just don't have a lot of Rhode Island football players We're making it for to sure. the NFL. Uh, Buddy Rogers is a guy that played for my high school, ended up playing for the Cincinnati Bengals for a couple of years, was really good. But um, there's another kid from Portsmouth that I'm missing. He uh, went to Boston College, and he was a good player. He had actually a better career than Buddy Rogers. Yeah. And I can't remember his name, another running back. Well, so we've had some guys, but Quiddy Pay, I mean, he's going to be a top 15 pick, it looks like. Here's the
3: thing. When Quiddy Pei gets drafted tonight, hopefully top 15, that immediately makes him like the biggest celebrity of Rhode Island of all time. So do you give him the key to the state? And I say the key to the, <laughs> the state, state because most cities like Jacksonville, you get the key to the city. But it is Rhode Island, so do you guys do the key to the state? <laughs> yeah, I'll have to ask Rocco Baldelli if he's got a key to the state. I bet he's got a key to the state. <laughs> yeah. But he's got one. There's <laughs> a decent chance. Yeah, but um. he's got one
5: that he does. Um, but that's a, I think that's a neat story, and um, I'm sure it's a big story uh, back home in Rhode Island. Uh, you shouldn't care about that part as much, but I'm going to really make a big deal <laughs> no, of it man, if somehow the you... Jags get hold of him, okay? Put that hometown, <laughs> put that home, state on the map, Brenton, do what uh, you got to we, do. We will definitely make a big deal of that. Jags fans, you can win a chance to meet the pick courtesy of TIAA Bank. Just visit TIAABank.com slash meet the pick to register each day through draft night. Well, Today's the final day. Go register. No purchase required to enter a win for eligibility and other details. See the official rules at TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Fantastic contest ends today. Get a chance to meet, well, the pick, which could be Trevor Lawrence. That is TIAABank.com slash meet the pick. Marty Smith is there at Trevor Lawrence's house for ESPN. Oh, cool, cool, cool. He's tweet- Marty Smith, I think, is a cool guy. Yeah. Uh, and
3: I thought he was like an SEC guy. Yeah, he
5: got the access though. I got the access. Got the hookup. Yeah. Yep. Uh, he he will he'll tell a good story about that event. You know, All like I I, I, he's a he's a good storyteller. And he's tweeting away, and hes it's not a lot to tweet right now, but he's tweeting like his mom, uh, Trevor Lawrence's mom, ironing his suit. Yeah, I saw that, <laughs> yeah.
3: man. I saw that. Hey, nothing wrong with that. I can't iron worth a darn, so I i can relate to and it. And
5: it looks like a group of about 60 uh, okay. will be there for Trevor Lawrence, and that's the setting. Pretty uh, a good, uh, probably a jubilant. Reaction, but nothing crazy now. I mean, they could have shut the town down in Cartersville if they wanted to do that.
3: Without a doubt.
5: We'll be back. Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690. Less than three hours away from this being Trevor Town here in Jacksonville on ESPN
3: 690. Austin Lane. The beer that made Milwaukee famous. Giannis Kempo, Big sign. The deer that made Milwaukee famous.
6: Brent Martineau.
5: I can buy that. Yeah, okay. Tom, so Tom, so throwing out there. I can definitely buy
3: that. Hashtag and trademark. So if somebody tries to steal it, I'm
0: suing you. Action
6: sports jacks on
3: ESPN
0: 690. have got to look at what makes it sustainable. And I mean, you're talking about you know, Peyton Manning,
5: I think, you know, uh, he's a legend, obviously. Uh, and I think it's really unfair to put any young rookie coming in, uh, uh, you know, to a legendary, any legendary player. So I don't want to put any pressure or have any unrealistic expectations. That is Shad Khan, Jaguars owner. I sat down with him last night, and that was the interesting part. I kind of equated to Peyton Manning, right? And he said, hey, stop the car. Yeah. And what I meant by that is Peyton helped build the stadium, helped build the city. If you look at Indianapolis in 1999 as to what it is today, yeah. i got to believe the growth. And I'm not saying it's all Peyton Manning either. I think what Peyton brought is obviously uh, – recognizability to the, to the Midwest there in Indianapolis. He became a legend in that town, beloved in that town, but they won football games. When you win football games, you get a buzz and everybody gets excited and you can build stuff up and you want to become bigger and bigger and, and roll on the momentum. And that's what happened. Well, if you look at Jacksonville right now, you got a ton of momentum, man. You can't buy a house in Jacksonville right now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of people that want to be here. Yeah, That's yeah, without yeah. the football team being good. Correct. Well, here comes Trevor Lawrence. Here comes Urban Meyer. Shad Khan wants to develop in and, and around the city. I, I, I always talk about New England this way. Kraft bought the team. They had a little sniff of it with Parcells and Bledsoe in 96 when they had some success. But what happened is they got lucky with Brady, Mm -hmm. at the same time they built a new stadium, Mm -hmm. and at the same time they were building around the stadium, and then they just kept winning, and winning, and winning. So it all came together, development, new stadium, success on the field, Indianapolis, success on the field came first, development in the city, development of a new stadium here in Jacksonville, can success come with Trevor Lawrence Urban Meyer, then, pass through some lot j shipyards or whatever else stadium approval and now we look up five to ten years from now and we've got all that too and, and you get a little lucky. Jags got lucky. They got the number one overall pick. Maybe, maybe it's that kind of time.
3: Well, and I've had this comparison, too. We talk about the Seattle Seahawks. Pete Carroll did the exact same thing. When Pete Carroll got there, it was new lifeblood. It was new energy. They got lucky. They got Russell Wilson. They had a great defense. God bless him in beast mode. Uh, took over that team as well. But then what happened? They got new jerseys. Now, I'm not sure about the city around them. If they built a lot. But it was like a completely new rebrand, a completely different team, and it really kind of spearheaded with with uh, or, uh, with Pete Carroll. Urban Meyer comes to Jacksonville. Can you kind of? Replicate that a little bit, right? I mean, you feel good about it. Urban Meyer, last success in college. Trevor Lawrence, new school quarterback, Um, you know, a highly coveted quarterback. You can maybe see the, the, the same thing that happened in Seattle happen now in Jacksonville. And obviously, to echo your point with New England, and then you build around the stadium as well, and you build up
5: downtown. And I like your – well, in all, really, the examples, the, the teams came out of nowhere, man. They were bad. Yeah. Now, again, New England had a little bit of success, and they were in a big market. Yeah. But Indianapolis – yeah. I feel like they won three games my whole childhood <laughs> until Peyton Manning got there. And even their first year, they really struggled. True. Seattle didn't even know they had a team for a yeah, while. Yeah, I mean, you the, know? The, the, they had that one run with Matt Hasselback and Sean Alexander. Yeah, but that, that, that was one right? year, it seemed like. So, yeah, yeah. again, I mean, where you get on the relevancy scale, and by the way, the NFL is bigger than it's ever been anyway. So it's impossible to be irrelevant, quite mm-hmm. frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have blueprints of it. That's the bottom line. Hey, Action Sports Jack Stewart Weber is out in Cleveland up at the draft. And he's hanging out with a bunch of Jags fans. We just had him live on TV. He's killing it up there. I mean, he's at a Jags party, nice. and Jimmy Smith's there, and Kevin Hardy's there uh, doing all these interviews and, and catching up with the Bold City Brigaders. Uh, so Stewart's having a lot of
6: fun. He just caught up with Jimmy Smith a short time ago. Listen into to that. Catching up with Jaguars legend Jimmy Smith here in Cleveland, Ohio. Jimmy, well, what made you want to come up here and be part of the, the fun and the festivities
2: up here in Cleveland? Well, I have to give credit to the, the San Antonio Brick City Brigade. It's our fans. It's the Jaguar fans who have made this happen. It's the fans who have made this happen, and I, I want to appreciate, just give thanks to the to the uh, San Antonio Brick City Brigade for for supporting uh, the the former Jaguar players. For me, it's good for my Hall of Fame campaign, and 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 uh, and, and supporting our team. You know, as, as from what I see. Myself, Aaron Beasley, Kevin Hardy are the ones that are up here representing Jag Nation. And Duval. I think that's one of the
6: coolest things about this franchise is so many of these former players, the second you're done with your playing career, you kind of transition into that fan and you continue to want to see your franchise do well. And for the franchise, there's not that many days bigger than this one when you consider what's at stake here in a few hours.
2: Yes, within a few hours we're going to make history. Hopefully, it's Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a generational talent. The city of Jacksonville, you know, I hold to my heart, and I know that uh, our fans can't wait to get Trevor in there. Um, you know, we, we've had a, a tough time, so now uh, we paid the dues and going one in 15, and and uh, it's been tough over the past few years. So, so now now is our chance to. Be proud of, of our franchise in, in Jacksonville, Florida. You have an interesting perspective on quarterbacks
6: being a wide receiver yeah. and knowing how much of a difference having that guy, that six foot six guy who thrives on the yeah. deep ball, thrives on progressions, yeah. how much of a difference that can make for an offense. And that's what the Jags will be getting with Trevor Lawrence.
2: Well, exactly. That's what the, J- the Jags are getting with Trevor Lawrence, a winner. He's only lost. Three games, which is a phenomenal accomplishment throughout his whole c- playing career, going back from high school to college, and uh, being that he's six six, he's been successful. He's, it's like he's coming off the mound, throwing the ball to the to the receivers down downfield. So I'm just looking for for some awesome things uh, out of this first pick of the draft in Trevor Lawrence.
6: Uh, just a couple more for you. Um... You you talk about your Hall of Fame candidacy and really wanting to ramp up that campaign. When when you look at these lists that show who was the best wide receiver on every team in the NFL, and your name pops up there, and the numbers pop up there, and you see the guys around you on that list, you're like, "Hey, you know, this feels like I'm in the right company." When you're talking about these guys,
2: Uh, especially, and the numbers don't lie. I mean, just look at the numbers. And for uh, a, a guy like myself, you know, that played a decade ago, more than a decade ago, I don't want to be forgotten. And our fans, uh, I guess that's why I I so wholeheartedly care about our fans because I depend on the fans to help me with my Hall of Fame campaign. And uh, I'm really appreciated. And hopefully one day, if I do get inducted, all of Jag Nation will be inducted.
6: And we'll leave you with this uh, last thought. Urban Meyer, uh, when, when you kind of see that news and you hear about this guy who tore up the college game, uh, getting a crack at the NFL, what, what were your thoughts, and what do you what do you think is in store for the Jags with Coach Meyer?
2: Well, uh, I'm extremely uh, happy that Coach Urban Meyer is is our is our coach. I like the things that he's bringing to the table with uh, performance, improve, improving the performance of each athlete. That's important. You don't hear many coaches around the NFL talk about each athlete and improving on their performance and that comes with nutrition getting them faster, stronger uh, healthier athletes individually coaches in the NFL are missing out on that and uh, that's important and I'm I'm glad to see uh, that be a mission for for Coach Urban Meyer and uh, his pursuit to to, uh, put a championship team on the field and I'm talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars that's Jaguars wide receiver and legend, Jimmy Smith.
5: Great stuff from Stuart Weber and Jimmy Smith. Appreciate him joining Stuart for a few minutes. I love the um, candor. They're yeah. about the Hall of Fame. You yeah. know, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith. It's everybody, so many people believe, and I know there's been a long push for Baselli, but I do feel like it's a floodgate opening a bit. I was up in Canton uh what was it? When we made that trip around Super Bowl week, right after the Super Bowl. Oh, no, it was during Super Bowl week. Uh, we ended up in Canton. And there was a heavy belief that not Biselli would get in soon, and South Powell thought he would get in next year. Yeah. But Fred Taylor's numbers, go look at them. Yeah. Jimmy Smith we brought up. Look at some of the numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so the resumes are there. I think we just got to get some momentum for those guys. I just appreciated the candor from Jimmy Smith about, hey, the numbers don't lie. Yeah. It says it right there. I, I I did enough to get in and, and be considered and be in the conversation. And then a, how about the part of I'm bring Jacksonville? We want to all get in there together. I'm bring Jacksonville in there. Uh, there is a cool relationship between Jacksonville Jaguars fans and Jimmy Smith and so many of the former greats here in Jacksonville. And I think as former players, and you're one of them, after suffering through a lot of the times, this must feel good from kind of that point of view. Uh, going all the way back to when they had success with Jimmy Smith and, and that football team in the 90s, to the struggling teams along the way, the almost team of 2010. Mm-hmm. This has to feel good for Jags alum right now to say, hey, man, we got a guy potentially into because of Urban Meyer that we can hang our hat on and maybe enjoy the ride and, and show a little pride of playing for the Jags.
3: Yeah, um it's a really cool thing, you know, and it's great because, like you said, Brent, I mean, this past decade, there hasn't been a lot of highlights, but, you know, if you go back and you actually appreciate it, like guys like Jimmy Smith, Tony Baselli, and obviously Fred Taylor, um, you know, like, these guys have something in common. They're all around the Jaguars still, right? Like, you see them in interviews. You see them on TV sometimes. They're all over the place, and that's great. To me... Like, yeah, I get it. Like, they're part of the past, but also you have to appreciate the past. In order to build for the future, you look towards the past. So I think the more the Jaguars can do with those guys and the more Jaguars fans can support those type of players, hopefully those Hall of Fame hopefuls one day, and hopefully, you know, Tony Vaselli can set it off, and it's a chain reaction from there. I think the more you do for those guys, the more it's going to help you in the long run and also in the future as well.
5: Well, nice job, by Stuart Weber. Uh, watch more of that coverage, by the way, on TV, CBS 47 and Fox 30. Uh, it's a cool scene at the bar up there where Jaguars fans are hanging out, yeah. and uh, they're fired up, and there's a lot more of them. I yep. uh, met a couple people this week, uh, Bartram Trail Athletic Director Ben Windle, his son, going up there to the draft. Uh, Barry Craig, former Athletic Director of Bartram Trail, he's going up there, too. So I love seeing people go up for the draft. Remember, last year you couldn't do that. Everybody wanted to go to Vegas. We are set to do it and just couldn't make it happen because of the pandemic. I miss going to the draft. I'm really excited to be here because we have so much coverage. It's such a a huge moment here in Jacksonville, and Trevor's obviously in Clemson, South Carolina, and not up at the draft, but I'm glad Stewart's up at the draft as well. And Stewart's been on a lot of those trips before, and we run into so many Jags fans, and it's really cool. So many of the Bold City Brigaders over the years have been to the draft, from New York to Philly to Chicago to Dallas. Uh, They would have been in Vegas, and now to Cleveland. And I still have some steak dinners on the fact that someday (laughs) – and it better happen sooner than later. You better the hope draft it
3: happens sooner
5: than later. The draft will be here in Jacksonville. It's just too good of a setup in Jacksonville. It has to happen in Jacksonville. I'm just saying, man. But it has to happen by, like, 2028, I'm I think it was. I'm just saying,
3: Lot J shut down, and all of a sudden I had a taste it. for lobster bisque in my mouth, Brent. I yeah. had a nice taste for lobster bisque and a nice cowboy you know, ribeye. You know
5: where my vote was for Lot J? It had everything to do with <laughs> those eight stakes that I owe for Bruce Chris if they don't get the draft here sooner <laughs> than later. Uh, hey, let's take a break. We come back one more segment to go. All the build-up. It's finally here. What kind of moment will it be for the city of Jacksonville for this franchise? And then, yeah, we'll talk more about the draft the next couple of days, but then we start to flip the page a little bit. How do you get it done? you got to go to work. What's it going to look like? What's this team look like? The conversation will shift a little bit. I understand for some it's been Trevor, Trevor, Trevor all the time, but it's a momentous moment here in the city of Jacksonville. We'll continue to discuss it, what we expect here tonight out of number one, out of number 25, and then I think tomorrow's a huge day as well. We probably get introduced to Trevor Lawrence here in Jacksonville, and then there's three huge picks at 33, 45, and 65 for this football team. We'll be right back. Action Sports jacks on ESPN 690. Draft coverage rolling on here on a Thursday in the River City.
1: Wilson's 21. Sam Darnold was 21. We're going to place a billion dollar organization on a 21 year old's shoulders. Doesn't make sense to me really. I don't know how you can ask a 21 year old to handle all of that. And so to be able to have a veteran in there so a 21 year old can actually learn. And I get the patience thing. I know that it's not going to be a five year process anymore. I know that our league is younger. Young guys do have to play earlier, but at the quarterback position where there's so much development, where there's only two men in the organization that carry records, the head coach and the quarterback. No one else has ever has to carry a record when it comes to his team. What are we going to do as an organization? What is any organization going to do when you're bringing a 21-year-old quarterback in? Are you just going to dump it in his lap? Because if you do, that's completely unfair.
3: I have no idea who that was. Uh, that was Pomani Jones? No. Oh. Former player.
1: Uh, Former player?
4: Hey, I'm not sure. I got nothing That was Chad Pennington. Oh, okay. Who was he talking about? Was he talking talking about Lawrence
5: or Zach Wilson? Zach Wilson. Okay. I got you.
3: All right, I can't even hear myself think. Hey, listen. If you sign a Chipotle endorsement, you you can handle the pressure. So don't give Zach Wilson the leeway. He can handle it.
5: You know what's wild is these. you know, obviously Trevor Lawrence. You know, the guy's got a – he's a marketing major. Yeah, so – he knows what he's doing. Yeah, man. I wonder. I wonder how much he's had an impact. I said that earlier this week, but he also gets all these endorsements right now. I haven't. Have I missed some? I mean, I see the Chipotle stuff for the other guys. Yeah. But is he that much more marketable right now? Before everybody gets drafted, like New York uh, and the and the and the businesses might not be as ready to go all in on Wilson because. They're not convinced he's going to New York just yet, (laughs) but as soon as he ends up with the Jets, he'll get a bunch of marketing opportunities. Is Matt Jones not as marketable? Is Justin Fields not as marketable? Is he marketable? Is Trey Lance marketable? It's interesting, just because Trevor's signing all these... Deals, Yeah. You know, and I don't see everybody else doing it, but maybe I've missed a couple.
3: No, I mean, maybe you have missed a couple. Uh, but at the same time, I think, like, Trevor Lawrence is the surefire thing. The other guys, they're probably going to wait and see a little bit. Or maybe, you know, if you're Zach Wilson, you, you've declined a couple things and wait until you got more yeah. acclimated. But I'm going to say this right now, Brent. And, you know, obviously I've been going a little hard in the paint on Twitter. Heaven forbid that Trevor Lawrence sign a national, like, Mercedes-Benz, like, endorsement. Or, like, a, I don't know what else. to be like, a Porsche endorsement. If that happens, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, Brent. Tesla. Maybe Tesla. You but better they, not take my Fields Auto Group. No, no, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna say if that happens, Brent, <laughs> you might as well delete. Or you might as well block me on Twitter, because I will be insufferable. I, I will honestly be so annoying to everybody that you probably get sick and tired of me. Is that because of the global reach? Well, it's because it, you, you're you supposed to sign a, a Ford local dealership with nothing against Ford and the Ford local dealership, but that was supposed to be the path for him. And if he goes worldwide and signs like a Mercedes, or like who said, great idea, a Tesla endorsement, just saying, man. Just saying. Yeah, that would be pretty interesting. Uh, hey, saying. two big stories on, well, three big stories right here in Jacksonville.
5: We're counting down to draft day. It's going to be a cool night. You expect it to be a cool night? Absolutely. How can going not be. Are you, like, locked in front of the TV? you going to work out? You got some family things so, first. What's th- the deal? Th- so
3: I'm going to go work out. Uh, I'm going to be home before 8 o'clock sharp and then tune into the draft, probably fire off some tweets. You know how I get down on yeah. draft night, and, then yeah, we'll go from there.
5: All right. And you're going to flip over around 815 to Fox 30 to watch uh, me.
3: My son is going to hold me accountable and make sure that I do yes. that, honestly.
5: Definitely. We're there until 10 o'clock. Remember, 7 until 10, straight through. So I get it. You'll probably watch the pick. I understand that, NFL Network. But we'll have the reactions from here, Uh, Trevor Lawrence, hopefully, on a a Zoom call live. Uh, And we have all sorts of content. We'll hear from uh, Trent Baalke and Urban Meyer along the way on this uh, Thursday night, NFL Draft Night 2021. One of the biggest in Jags history, and you really can feel the moment. I hope everybody out there has fun with it. There's other storylines going on right now, and that is Aaron Rodgers. Now, like the latest one is he has teams on his list. The Raiders,
3: the Broncos, the 49ers. This is supposed to happen in a week, I said. It happens an hour later? Yeah. So the 49ers, Broncos, Raiders. According to Sports Illustrated, uh, their Twitter, Aaron Rodgers reportedly has a preferred list of those trade destinations right now. Three of them. What
5: What are we doing? I think what would be a really fascinating thing to the night is if San Francisco, who moved up to get those picks, everybody thought they were going Mac Jones. Mm -hmm. We all along thought they were going Trey Lance. Mm -hmm. Some wondered if they were going Justin Fields. And now it's kind of on the Trey Lance train as of late, the narrative and the momentum. And all of a sudden, they take that pick and trade it to Green Bay for Aaron Rodgers. And they end up with Aaron (laughs) Rodgers out of all Could you imagine that?
3: Could you imagine no. that scenario? No, man, I, I I simply cannot imagine that because I would get way to I would be talking too many people down from the ledge if that was to happen back in Wisconsin. That's not going to happen. That would be pretty wild. Can we go live to the pickle? I'm telling you, I mean, you'd better get that dump button ready because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of disappointed folks out there. Joy, hey, the join pick-
5: Love, no pressure or anything. Oh, that'd be wild. Okay, the other big story, kind of. Surface this afternoon as Tim Tebow. Yeah. Uh, interested in playing tight end in the NFL for Urban Meyer, requesting a workout. Uh, I can tell you this, folks, I've heard for weeks, just wasn't confirmed that he had already worked out yeah. uh, for the Jags. I don't think the Jags are going to comment on the, that tonight. Maybe after the draft is done tonight because they might be forced to. Yeah. Uh, but that came out today on yeah. draft day. Uh, that Tim Tebow. It's, it's fascinating. I. I can see some of the logic in it from Tim's point of view. He's 33 years old. Why not sure. give it one more try? Yeah. Urban's here. It's a hometown team. I can see it from Shot. Remember, Shad Khan wanted Tim Tebow to at least give it a try. Yeah. And and they didn't want to make it work that way. Tebow picked the Jets instead. Play for your hometown team. There's a lot of cool storylines around it from Tebow's perspective, from the team's perspective. I have no idea if it will come to fruition because at the end of the day, he's going to have to be able to prove that he can play the tight end position, win a job, and be
3: worthy of a spot to at least compete if it was going to work for tim tebow it's going to work in the best environment possible having urban meyer here that gives him the best environment possible but at the same time it makes you want to grab a football right now after our show brent i'm going to have you throw me some post routes some corner routes <laughs> and i'll put on an addition for because i know some place around here Shad Khan's around here i know some place urban meyer's around here hopefully they get a little glimpse of my tight end skills and i go to urban meyer and I say hey you want competition or not, go and get me in training camp at the tight end position. Let me, in t- let me and Tim Tebow go at it. Let's see who the you better man is. You played some tight end, right? All-state, uh, all-state? all-state high school,
5: Brent. You and Terrence Knighton. Wasn't Terrence Knighton he an all-state was, receiver he was, the tight end? Yeah, how crazy is that? Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, yeah. But you're 6'6", 245, man. You could get Come back on, out man. there for a couple of years. Come if on, Tebow man. can make it,
3: will that inspire you to go back to the NFL? I'm just saying if Urban Meyer wants competition, <laughs> go ahead and give me a call. We know where we stand in the... Wonderlick scores. I've brought it up many times before. Does that correlate to football? Eh, not really, but it only can help me.
5: Uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, all the build-up to this moment. Really cool. Make sure you check it out. You can listen on ESPN 690. The entire draft tonight is right here on ESPN 690. You know where to watch. CBS 47 and Fox 30. We have live coverage. I'm going to do another live shot right now, starting at 7 all the way through 10, plus more reaction in our late newscast through 1130. Make sure you check it out. We'll digest it all. We'll be introduced to Trevor Lawrence tomorrow. We'll have it all for you on the show once again on Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690. Nice work, Kuz. Good job, Stuart Weber from Cleveland. Austin Lane, Brent Martino, TIAA Bank's going to be rocking. You
3: on the other side,
5: Brent? In a bit. Yes, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for you, Jacksonville. Excited for this franchise, and uh, we will see it all unfold in just a little bit. Have a good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690.